What's up, Elder Emos? I'm your host, Samit. And I'm Brittany. And on tonight's episode of the Elder Emos podcast, we have Ryan from Goalkeeper. Welcome. Uh, thank oh, you for hello. having me. Really, really excited to be here. Yeah. We're excited to have you. Super excited to have we're you. Super excited. Again, a lot of our artists have been like, have you talked to Goalkeeper? Do you know Goalkeeper? Like, have you seen them? And I'm like, no, show? but I'm trying. <laughs> like, we're in conversation. It will happen. I yeah. promise. Yeah. No, we were just been waiting for on. like, yeah, we, we were just waiting for the most opportune time. And now is the perfect time. We're I'm really excited to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we just posted some, it was like, we posted on our Instagram story not long ago of like, oh, well, who's somebody you want to see on our show? And somebody said goalkeeper. And I was like, look, guys, it's going to happen. <laughs> give us a, we have to give us some time. We're scheduling it out. <laughs> just give us a sec. Like, <laughs> like, just give us a moment. They're busy. Yeah. It will happen big things. You gotta wait. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so the way that we always love to start our interviews out and everything is to kind of uh, pass it to you. So tell us a little bit about Goalkeeper, about you, about the band. Like, what is, who is Goalkeeper? All right. Well, uh, I'll start off. My name is Ryan. Um, I'm the singer and bassist of Goalkeeper. Uh, Goalkeeper has been uh, a band since, uh, depending on how you look at it, either uh, summer of 2016 or December of 2016, uh, we played our first show as a unit, um, as a cover band called the pizzas. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. we were, um, uh, basically I was in a band, Cody was in a band and Mark was in a band, but also a show promoter. And we all used to play shows for Mark and my band ended up breaking up. Cody's band was breaking up. Mark's band was breaking up and he's like, I need like an opener for the show. Why don't I just do like a fun cover thing? And so we all got together. We played seven classic pop punk songs, um, <clears throat> played like Vindicated, Dashboard Confessional. Oh, uh, classic. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Newfound Glory, Man Overboard. Um, and uh, the, the crowd loved it. So we were like, you know, why don't we just jam a little bit? Um, we wrote a few songs. And we put our first single out called Leftovers on YouTube in December of 2016. And uh, it's just been going ever since. Uh, honestly, like I've not been like I'm the type that was like kind of expecting things to slow down at one point, because when do you like, you know, ever expect anything to pop off like that? But um, it just seems to keep going. So I'm going to keep going with it until it stops. <laughs> As you should. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's been really fun. Um put out a few EPs and uh, we're getting ready to release new stuff soon. So um, yeah, the uh, biggest thing recently is we've been going on longer and longer tours. Mm-hmm. Um, we just finished one with calling all captains, which we did uh, the Midwest and the Northeast. Um, and uh, we're planning some stuff for fall. So really excited about that. Um, and that's like the short story. So <laughs> if you guys have any questions that you want, to dive deeper into anything let me know (laughs) (laughs) that's the reader's digest version of it (laughs) well that's awesome well like as we as we were talking about before we actually got started into the interview was 
this this tour that you guys are doing with calling all captains um because i think they were doing like a whole u.s tour and then you guys were on like a chunk of that correct yeah we they did like three different legs and we were like the final leg so we were like the back like um like the back third of it um gotcha yeah it was really fun like i said we started in like chicago milwaukee and indianapolis and then kind of zigzagged our way back uh between kentucky and ohio and pennsylvania and then uh swung up around to rochester buffalo and then back down the east coast of virginia beach and ended in philly uh which is where we're from uh and that was massive i was so stoked about that and then they actually played a show in atlantic city which is where i'm from and uh they got to stay with me uh, and my girlfriend and uh i got to see them one more time in atlantic city and uh they're just some of the nicest guys ever i know it's like a stereotype Canadians are super nice, but these guys are really nice people. Like, oh, for I sure. Really, really. I have enjoyed. never heard that stereotype before. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it is true. Every Canadian artist we've had on here, they've been amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I've never heard that stereotype. I mean, I've never heard that stereotype either. But oh, really? Being <laughs> yeah, it's just something I, I. <laughs> but, <laughs> but just to give you an example, and I mean, I don't know. If this is so much niceness as it is like what they're used to when they stayed at our house um they the first thing they would do is come in they all took their shoes off which like we weren't like you have to take your shoes off like i don't really care but apparently in canada that's a thing you, you like don't wear your shoes inside and it makes sense because the way they explained it is that like you know especially during the winter seasons you know, like it's you're covered in snow you're all wet you don't want to attract water all over the house so it's kind of mm-hmm. like they're just used to doing that i guess Makes so, sense. but we but we were like, that's so kind of you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well mannered boys, them calling all yeah. captains are. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and especially on that leg of the tour, you actually got to interact with a lot of our friend, our Daddy. our friends, our friends, <laughs> and people that we've had on the show. Uh, as we're talking mm-hmm. about, we had we demand parachutes, the sublets, what makes sense was on there. So it was just, it was kind of like just seeing where like the tour and everything was going. And I was like, damn, like we know everybody on almost every single show that you yeah. guys had. And it was, that was really cool to see. Not yeah. gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, no, the, all those bands, like we love every single one of them. Um, and uh, yeah, that, it was, it was a really fun tour. Definitely like one of the best, if not the best one I've ever been on. That's for sure. And it was also like the longest one we ever did. Um, I think by like a date. But like it was still, it felt, it felt like it was significant. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we had the, uh, Brad and Nick on here mm-hmm. very, very early on when we first started this podcast, like six months oh, ago. Nice. And the Brad, oh my God. <laughs> the way that, so like the way that we had started the interview with them is they, so I, I don't think Brad realized that it was being video recorded at the same time. Oh. Okay. So he was like, he goes, oh, we're being video recorded. And we were like, yeah. And the whole time this is happening, since, since he chimed in the interview, there was a bag of sun chips on the floor back against the back wall. And you could see it in the frame. Uh-huh. So he's like, all of a sudden, before we get started with the interview, he starts setting up his ring camera and like trying to test his lighting and like where he's looking at him, what he looks like and all this other stuff. And then I point out that there's a bag of chips behind him. And he was like, he goes, me? There's bag chips behind me? 
And then he turns yeah. out and he goes, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so then he gets up, moves the bag of chips and tells his girl, girl, fiance, girlfriend at the time, uh, or whoever he's with, his significant other, put it that way. His his significant other uh, about it, about the bag of chips. You can hear it in the background, and then all you see is him exit frame, and then he comes back in with cat toys and moves them out the other side of frame. (laughs) Comes back and sits down, and we're like, are are you good? Are you done? done? Yeah, are you done? Yeah. Yeah, I tried to make sure all my all my stuff was good. Although I'm I'm in my kitchen or my dining room right now. We don't have a lot on the walls. I just had to move one chair. I figured <laughs> that would be, that would be easiest. So there's no sun <laughs> chips in your background or cat toys. No, I do have chips right in front of me, but they're out of frame. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, they were they were so much fun when we had them on the show. And that that whole that whole segment with with Brad, we actually kept in the interview. That's what starts. Oh it. really? Oh, that's awesome. We yeah, no, Brad, Brad was really nice. Uh, like, uh, me and him end up, like, hanging out a decent amount because we were uh, both working the merch stand. Like, yeah. that, was his, that was his job on tour. And that's, I kind of made it my job while I was on tour. And, uh, you know, he, he was, like, super cool. It was funny, too, because, like, you know, I didn't really know them that well outside from their music, like, mm-hmm. you, know, um, you know, individually. And so, like, I only I knew Brad instantly from TikTok because he's like the main TikTok guy. Yeah. And I come to find out he's the only one who manages it for the most part. Like, he has to coordinate yeah. it all. And you know, I thought like, oh, maybe he's like the singer or like whatever. I didn't really know. And then like, I found out he was the guitarist. I was like, oh, okay. And he was like so chill, so quiet, and, like not really like a you know force myself in the limelight kind of guy. And so oh, that's yes. why I was like you're the tiktok guy I, i'm like so surprised you're like are we um, the same person yeah right yeah and then uh and then nick was really cool he probably was he was probably the most like uh outgoing of all of them i would say yeah. um and uh we we got into a thing on tour where we would secretly give each other the middle finger like during <laughs> like like sets and like throughout tour so like you know we would just be like randomly at like a venue and we'd just be like so i wasn't in on that interview but like i just remember him talking about like how he hates florida or something because something happened so didn't he say something like that like yeah they got kicked out of a bar because they didn't believe that he was the band right after they just got off yeah yeah so he's he's like the He's like the band manager like, yeah. of the guys. That's that's pretty sad that the venue didn't realize that. Yeah, like yeah. the venue was like, oh, you have to pay to get in. And he goes, I literally just got off stage. I'm loading right. my stuff out. They're right. like, no, you got to pay to get in. And he's like, yeah. he goes, excuse me? Yeah. Oh, man. I would not want to mess with him. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. Of course not. <laughs> I hate Florida. I blah, blah. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I'm and sure the letter, I'm sure the the middle finger, I could just see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're another band that has played with a lot of artists and stuff that we've worked with. So like the fact that the two of you were like these two powerhouse like powerhouse groups that have been around and played with all these different people come together for this leg of this tour. It was and you guys have such similar sounds like genre wise. I was like, I'm really sad that North Carolina wasn't like near me wasn't a thing. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'll get over it. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, we'll, um, we'll be back in North Carolina very soon, I think. 
So okay. nothing set in stone yet, but we're working on it. Okay, that makes well, forward, I guess. I will be the first <laughs> one there in the front row. You can't nice. miss me. I take up a lot of space, I promise. So we'll be fine. Um, cool. So obviously we've got that tour, touring with calling all, calling all captains and everything. So talk to us about your uh, your sound and your songwriting and stuff like that. What inspired a lot of goalkeeper sound to mm-hmm. be what it is now? So uh, <clears throat> from from my own personal experience, uh, I'm a huge Blink One Eighty Two fan. Um, a lot I of people like it. to compare. Yeah, a lot of people like to compare me to Mark Hoppus. And that's because Mark Hoppus is like my idol, you know, like he's like a guy that I based like my style off of in high school, uh, my singing, like everything. And then like, uh, I just loved how like they were able to create such a sound with just power chords and like, but it had like emotion to it, you know? And like, I picked up a guitar only really wanting to learn like Blink-182, Green Day, like, you know, stuff like that. And um, so I wouldn't call myself a great musician, but I know I know my way around some pop punk stuff. Um, and uh, it, so it kind of started with that. Um, I was in like a couple bands, nothing like crazy serious le- leading up to Goalkeeper. Um, I was in really one band, which is the one before Goalkeeper that um, uh, we were called Another Day Wasted. Uh, that was like sort of serious, but we only played like locally. And it was in that band that <clears throat> I learned a little bit from the lead singer about like writing music and like writing songs and stuff like that. And I mean, I had been writing my own stuff, but I was always a little too um, self-conscious mm-hmm. and like afraid to put anything out because like, you know, everything I wrote was shit. Like at least that was what I thought in my head. And uh, so when Goalkeeper came around and we were in the, in the, you know, garage jamming, um, you know, basically like, um, like I brought a bunch of my ideas to the table and we kind of worked on it. We massaged them. Um, and Cody brought some ideas, our drummer. And, uh, that's what the first like EP it consists of is like those songs. And then, um, <clears throat> as we gelled more as a band, as we started writing and working with, um, you know, more, uh, established, you know, people in the music industry, um, like uh, Kevin Mahoney, uh, the guitarist of Hit the Lights. Um, he has been a huge influence on us, um, just keeping things like kind of straight to the point, like concise, like no like extra anything, you know, just making it really, really clean and simple. Um, that's a big influence from him. Um, and then like when Cody and I write, um, I actually, we learned this term from uh, Nick, and uh, Ace, uh, Nick from Man Overboard and Ace Enders uh, from early November when we worked with them at their studio uh, in, back in the day, uh, we did Screwdriver with them. Um, basically, like, uh, they, they gave us the term, like, big funny and cool funny, um, <laughs> which is like, so I tend to write music that's, like, really kind of, like, weird out, kind of funny, like, weird, like, big funny, like, or cool, like, big funny, like, like laugh out loud funny or like really like simple, like almost like Disney shit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then like um, Cody will write more like artistic and like really, really dive into like concepts and stuff like that, which I do a little bit too, but I like, I don't take it. I don't like to be as serious. I like to like keep it lighter. And so like with Cody and I, 
Um, we really do a good job of like pulling each other in the middle to then have a nice, well-balanced song. Um, and uh, more recently, uh, you know, the last record we did with uh, Kevin, uh, or the last EP we did with Kevin and Will Pugh uh, from Cartel. Um, and that was really fun, like learned a lot from him. And then uh, this last record uh, that we were writing, uh, the one that is going to have, uh, you know, the new song that's coming out. Uh, we did that with Nick from Man Overboard and Kevin from Hit the Lights. And uh, that was just such a fun experience. Like, I just feel like we're like leveling up every time and it's just getting better and better. So overall, like, you know, I'm an elder, elder emo. I'm 32 years old, grew up on blank, you know, the starting line, Newfound Glory. And then like Silver Street, Silverstein, like Attack Attack, and then like Beyond, you know. So like, uh, like uh, I, I take, I like to take a lot of that and infuse it with like Cody's like more modern style because he's more like uh, the Wonder Years, Transit, uh, uh, Man Overboard, and I, I feel like that that pretty much like encompasses our sound. Um, and Mark, he's you know he. He didn't get into pop punk really until all time low. Um, but I mean, he knows a lot about music theory. So we'll, Cody and I will be like the, like the artistic types and give him like a chord progression and like a song idea. And then he'll take the chords that we gave, that we came up with and he'll make them bigger or like create like different transitions to make them a little bit more spicy, I guess. Um, and uh that's really how we come up with our music now. And so like at this point, like whenever we're like practicing or in the practice space, like one of us will have like a riff, we'll bring it together and like, we'll all work on it together. And if we're like really vibing with it, like, like sunshine is a perfect example. Like that song just came together like instantaneously. Like we, we did it. Like I brought the idea, Cody and Mark played around with it and we had it like all done in like an hour um and that's how you know you're you're like on the right path i feel like like if you're feeling it and it all just comes naturally like that's you know that's our sign of like hey this is this is gonna be a good song so oh for sure i'm not gonna lie you mentioned cartel and that unlocked so many core memories i forgot i had <laughs> yeah cartel is fantastic i still listen oh, to yes. Chroma and cycles regularly yes Oh yeah. I listen to Chroma all the time. Like it's mm -hmm. the first thing that pops on anytime I plug my phone into my car. So they're always very apparent. Um, yeah. And I, I vividly remember the first time I ever got introduced to them was through Honestly. Mm. It was because I was watching Fuse mm -hmm. and Honestly came on and so did Misery Business. And I got introduced to both Paramore and Cartel at the same exact time. Wow. Yeah, that that's was a epic. core memory. I was like, whoa, that's a new yeah. one I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. Well, that's, that's cool. Yeah, that I mean that's awesome though. I could I could get kind of the whole like big funny thing with you. You mm -hmm. you give you give that off a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I went to Disney pretty much every year of my life until I was 18. So I think I was just like ingrained with that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But I did um, go to art school. So like I do understand the conceptual, the conceptual side. I just don't like to take myself too seriously because I feel like that's where that's where you get yourself mm -hmm. in trouble. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, like if you if you're if you take it too seriously, then you can be a little too pretentious, I feel like. But like, obviously, art is art. And like, you know, 
as long as you're having fun doing it and people, you know, react to it, I think that's all that matters. Oh, for sure. Now you were, you were talking about being an elder emo and obviously mm-hmm. we are the elder emo hours podcast. Granted, yeah. our show is not just all elder emo stuff. Like we do a whole array of things, but Brittany and myself are also elder emos. She got very nice. excited because you and her are the same age. Yes. Nice. Um, yeah. But yeah. Finally, we're, somebody we're in the this, same age as me. We're in this together. Yes. <laughs> I'm not far behind. No, yeah. she's only yeah. I'm 31. I'm not far behind. Oh, yeah. 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 We're all we're all the same clique. I like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, kind of staying on that track. Um, you did you have MySpace back in the day? Were you also oh, a MySpacer? Yeah. Oh yeah. Not only was I a MySpacer, but a lot of people don't remember this, which was like I might unlock like a core memory for you guys. But um, I I actually participated in the whole whoring thing, where like people would on, on like the the message boards would like pour your profile out, and like people would add you as a friend. And, oh my uh, god! I I also I also created a fake account called uh emo guy or emo kid or something like that which is like a doodle is like a like a like a cartoon guy with like black hair and um i actually got it up to a thousand friends before like it like disabled like the feature that i couldn't see it like on my dashboard or whatever i had to like go through the settings and find it and that's why i stopped i was like oh, i don't need this anymore oh my <laughs> so god i, I, I was for- deep i was deep in my space i forgot about whoring <laughs> right and somebody yeah, else said the other day the, people would put the pictures up of them like holding signs for like I remember there was this one dude on like MySpace, and his name was like Trevor, and he had literally probably every emo girl on his like like a picture of them on his profile, like I heart Trevor yeah. or the rawr. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I was just thinking about that when you're like hoarding out my profile. I'm like, oh my god, those pictures too. Yeah, yeah. and so, yeah, somebody that- else, somebody else brought up in another interview the whole pick for pick thing. I forgot yeah. that existed until yeah. that moment. Yeah. Because they did that. Wasn't it like just, it, was it P, PC for PC or is it just PC? PIC for PIC. Oh, it was, it was the whole word. I thought it was like some other stupid, I don't know. We were talking about ASL the one day too. So, you know. Yeah, yeah we are talking about ASL too. <laughs> yeah. But no, MySpace the, was pretty lawless back then. It was oh like frequency, whatever. And uh, then like, I actually, so I actually have a freelance thing where I create websites for people. And I start like part of the reason why I knew some of that was because you could code your own MySpace profile. Yes, yes. that's where we all learned HTML. Yeah. That's the best part. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and uh, one other thing that I just thought of was badass buddy. Or no, wait, that was AOL. Um, the buddy icons. Yep. That you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <So>. Yep. <laughs> oh God, good time. Uh, well. <laughs> So, I mean, we're, we're very deep in this MySpace thing. So this should be, this shouldn't be a surprise to you. Uh, but mm-hmm. your profile song on MySpace was always one of those things that told everybody everything they ever needed to know about you. And mm-hmm. if you were an asshole like myself, you could HTML it off of your profile. So people had to listen to it and they couldn't pause it. Oh yeah. I was that person. <laughs> I don't remember that setting, but I definitely, that was something I had a lot of like, angst about like what's the perfect song you know right. like you gotta, gotta make sure it's right you know right so we're gonna we're gonna age you a little bit and we're gonna ask you if you had myspace today what would your profile mm. song be 
with today's music or music from back then? Whatever you want. Whatever you would. If you just had well, it today, okay. you're like, this is a good song. It, but it can't it be right a goalkeeper here. song. Right. So I don't know if it would be a goalkeeper song because that would be a little pretentious of me. Uh, <laughs> but however, I feel like a lot of people back in the day, if they had bands, they would put their own music to kind of like, yeah. you know, broad. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I, I don't like doing that. Like, I don't even like our own Facebook or our own posts because, like, I, I don't know, it's something weird. Like, I'd rather just other people like it. Um, <laughs> however, for, like, it, going back to MySpace days, uh, anything off of Plus 44's album, like, When My Heart oh, Stops Beating, 155. Them. Yeah, like, that That was, like like, consistent on my profile. But today... Well, it probably would have been after the party by the men singers for a long time. Uh, and more recently, I've really been digging um, uh, uh, the new, uh, oh my God, why am I blanking on it? The new State Champs. Um, yeah. Every Everybody But You. I love yes. that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would probably be, that would probably be it. Okay. It's a good choice. It is a good choice. Um, yeah. How about you guys? Oh, God. Somebody asked me this question the other day, and I was like, you can't turn the tables on us in our own interview. That's not how that works. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you totally could. That's a great question, though. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I I had to pick one right now, one of the songs that I've had on consistent repeat is Distance by Boys of Fall. Mm, Like, on serious repeat. Yeah. Well, I'm still feeling summer vibes and mine is not like a pop punk song, but it's, I got my head out the sunroof. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> just because yeah, yeah. it gives me like major summer vibes. I don't know. It just makes me want to roll yeah. the windows down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. you got to take advantage of summer while it's here. Oh, yes. absolutely. Although <laughs> I, I am cold, so ready, I'm not ready for fall. I am ready for pumpkin yeah. season. I'm kind of ready for fall, but I'm not ready for winter. Yeah. Right. No, it's like, it's get your, we're all getting ready for hoodie weather. Yes. Yeah. Per, yes. Yeah. It's been Absolutely. super nice out here, like in Maryland. I don't know about where you are, but it, mm-hmm. it's been really nice the past couple of days. Like it's been like a breeze, but like low eighties. Mm-hmm. It's been hot as balls in North Carolina. I bet yeah. it has. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like two blocks from the beach. So I'm fortunate that, um, the ocean keeps it a little cooler, but it's still not like open your windows weather. Which is what I'm yeah, excited no. for. So I'm yeah. ready for the whole like cooler, open your windows weather, like when it's raining. Yeah. Something yeah. about it being like cooler and the rain raining. and the smell. Like I'm just I'm so mm-hmm. ready for it. Mm-hmm. Drinking some I beer. That. I already yep. have my pumpkins, my pumpkin air fresheners and my my wall plugins and stuff. <laughs> nice. Oh, I do too. Don't nice. judge me. Yeah. I do too. My girlfriend, my girlfriend just bought uh all uh, three pumpkin spice candles, and uh, we went to Home Goods, <laughs> and she found like three skulls stacked on top of each other. Hold on, I'm just give me one second. Please, me <laughs> I love this stuff. Please do. Um, anything spooky? All of the no. spookiness. Oh my god, that's oh my amazing. God, dude. That's huge. Oh my god, it lights up. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's so freaking amazing. Our, our, I'll stick this back here. That's great. Oh, you can't really see it. <laughs> it was, it was going to be scenery. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, put on, there you That's go. amazing. 
We're stocked and ready. He said home goods. Home goods. goods. There's one down here. There's one right next to my job. So I guess guess what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. (laughs) It was really funny too because when we bought it, like everybody in the store was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. There you go. I love it. And the fact that it lights up is even better. Oh, completely. (laughs) Completely. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Um, So, Brittany's going to ask you a series of questions that are this or that questions. So, uh, shoot from the hip. Don't think too hard about it. And give us your, uh, which one you would prefer of this or that. You're right. Sorry. My spooky cat just opened my door, like, literally pulled the handle down and pushed himself in here anyway let's start uh so speaking of cats cats versus dogs dogs chucks versus vans vans high top or low top uh low top all right uh pizza or burgers uh pizza i feel like i already know this one (laughs) metalcore what pop punk or metalcore pop punk all right. Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? Oh, uh, when I, I was like younger, 90s. I would have said yeah. Tech, but like, uh, probably Cartoon Network. Okay. Um, MTV or Fuse? Fuse. Okay. Because Mark Hoppus had a show on it. Yeah. SNL <laughs> or uh, Mad TV? Uh, Mad TV was great, but SNL. Okay. Um... <laughs> Coffee or energy drinks? Oh, uh, probably energy drinks, but I'm trying to drink more coffee. Okay, so if you pick energy drinks, Monster or Red Bull? Red Bull, but Mark, uh, the guitarist of my band, is a massive Monster fan, so we usually have Monster. Okay, and then if you do the coffee, would you prefer iced or hot? Um, hot. Okay, um, Hoodie or zip up? Hoodie. Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Backstreet Boys. 100%. Not even a hesitation on that one. No. Uh, Spice Girls or Destiny's Child? Spice Girls. Um, Although Beyonce or... sounds as hell, so. She is. She is. Mm-hmm. Um, Spice or Xbox or uh, PlayStation? Xbox. Big Xbox person. All right. Cool. I'm not doing the last one. It was books versus movies, but like everybody literally is like movies. Why would you even have? Oh that? yeah, I did work <laughs> in a library for a little bit. Oh nice. So would you yeah. have picked books or would you have picked movies? Oh no, I would have picked movies. <laughs> I would have picked movies, like, but yeah, I was like a tech guy, so I helped like old ladies with their iPads. Oh my god. That's yeah. Cute. My grandma probably would have came to you. She's yeah. Actually, funny story doing. about that. Yeah. I had a lady one time, she came up to the front desk with her laptop and she's like, I don't know what I did. I was like, what's wrong? She's like, I deleted the internet. <laughs> and so I was like, the whole thing, it's gone? And she's like, no, no, I don't know what I did. I was like, so I just reinstalled the shortcut on her desktop and uh, she was good to go. The whole thing? What were you thinking? <laughs> We all depend on that. What did you do? (laughs) What did you do? (laughs) You broke Brittany. Holy shit. I don't know why that's so funny to me, but it's hilarious. 
the oh whole my God. thing. Yeah. Oh Jesus! I couldn't uh, help myself. That's well, no. <laughs> she opened she was that door. Yeah. What did you do? Well, how often? Yeah. How often do you like? She was so panicked. She's like, I deleted the internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Oh my God! I'm gonna use that from now on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. Feel free. Or at work, people are like, oh, I deleted the app. I don't know how to get it back. You deleted the whole thing for everybody? Right. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Oh, I don't God. have it on mine either. Mine's oh, gone too. Oh, <laughs> and you go, what oh, did God. you do? Yeah, right. Oh, God, that's great. That's so yeah. funny. So another question that we love to ask, and we ask this to everybody in our interviews, and we've been asking this consistently in our interviews since we had the guys from Friend Circle on our show. Oh, love those guys. Absolutely love those guys. They're so much fun. Um, Mm -hmm. But they told us this question because they got it in an interview that they did prior. And they were like, yeah, it was just kind of like weird, random questions that we got asked in this interview. And this was one of those questions. And most people would be like, Okay, so avoid asking those questions, but we ask the question because it makes for a great conversation. So, sure. Brittany, um, if you could be any sandwich, which sandwich would you be? Oh man, uh, probably a roast beef and provolone, like hoagie, with uh, mayo, lettuce, and red onions. That sounds delicious. All right. Quite but like the de- like the legit deli ones, like not like the ones you get from like, you know, um, yeah, like Subway's not as bad, but like you, like if you go to like Wawa near me, oh, um, yeah. like as much as I love Wawa, their roast beef is always like kind of brown and like really kind of off. Like mm-hmm. you got to go to a legit one where it's like freshly cooked. It's like medium rare and it's like delicious. So well, being that's somebody- what I would be who used to work at Wawa, it all comes prepackaged. Oh, yeah. They literally, right, yeah. they literally separate it and put it in one of their containers. I uh, totally yeah. forgot that you used to work at Wawa until you just said that. Yep. Wow. Did you so, enjoy it? No. No. <laughs> no. I, I wouldn't really want to work at Wawa, but like from where, where I'm from in South Jersey, like Wawa is like, what you do in the morning or like it's like you know any kind of like road trip or like you're on your way to work or whatever like you gotta stop Mm -hmm. a while so i mean um, i just feel slightly attacked by that because every time i leave maryland to come back here i stop at wawa yeah (laughs) yeah right well it's like it's undeniable and i mean like as far as at least with all the touring i've done like i think that the food that you get from the deli at wawa is probably better than most places like Sheets is almost there. I think Sheets' deli stuff isn't very good, um, but they they're like still clean and pretty legit. But Bucky's, that place. Is Everybody legit. talks about Bucky's. I know. Yeah. We have to find one. So, uh, the one we went to is in Richmond, Kentucky. It's like brand new. I don't I know. Thought how he was going to say Virginia, and I was going to be like, I uh, could actually make that happen. Yeah, we actually, could. I think they're building one in. Florence, South Carolina. I don't know how far that is from you. Um, but um, it's like, imagine like food quality of Wawa, but it, instead of like hoagies, it's uh, Texas barbecue. So you get like brisket, 
uh, smoked turkey, like barbecue turkey, like uh, Shut the pulled pork. Like, yeah. And then uh, like a huge, you know, set of like, you know, drinks, like any energy drink you want, any water bottle you want, any like soda. Um, if they sell beer in that state, it's beer. You know, they have every kind of candy, every kind of like thing. They've got their own beef jerky, like deli bar um, with like their own beef jerky thing. And then that's not all. Like they have a whole nother section, which is like Walmart. And they've got like home decor. They've got like, uh, like Bass Pro Shop level, like fishing equipment. And, like, and then they've got a whole like, it, the place is massive. And then they've got like 30 or 40 like gas uh, gas pumps. It's it's like, it's insane. And we went to the grand opening of that one. There had to have been a thousand people there. Um, we went there three months later and there had to have been at least another thousand people there. Like it's, it's insane. Like, but they have plenty of staff to handle it. So you don't really feel like you're in there for very long. It's just very chaotic. Holy wasn't it wasn't it the mogwai last night that said that they went and it, they were like the people in Bucky's were like the most chill yes. of people at 4 a.m. At 4 a.m. Yes, it was them. Yeah. Or that was where they said they went. Yes. Yeah. They, they were like genuinely happy to be there, not like Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah. So they no, said Chick-fil-A is like I, scripted. You could tell they liked being there. <laughs> we're like, yeah. okay, we'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, I mean, you as know, far as I've never had a bad experience there, and the food's really good. So, I want to like, look up like the nearest Bucky's because now I like really need to go. Yeah. I'm going to call myself like they're originally from Texas and they've kind of like moved their way up. But that's why I like touring bands. You'll always see them wearing like a Bucky shirt or like something. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just like it's the bomb. Oh, they also have this thing called uh, beaver nugs or beaver nuggets, and they're basically like a mat. You remember Waffle Crisp? Yeah. Oh my god. Cereal? Yes. Imagine yeah. like corn puffs and Waffle Crisp combined. So they're like a corn puff thing, but they have like it's like almost like a maple syrup slash like cinnamony kind of. I don't even know what. They're amazing. They're like addicting. And then they've got, like, um, cheese versions. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. So Every time pretty. we're near one, we stop and, like, stock up. Our next There's Elder one Amo in tour. Florence, Florence, South Carolina. There is one there now. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, well, that that's going to be our next road trip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it on the calendar now. That's going to be our next Elder Emo tour. And we're going to we're gonna document, the entire, <laughs> document the entire thing. There it is. Yeah. Okay. See what all these see what all these touring bands are talking about. I know because mm-hmm. everybody talks about like a, almost every single band that we've ever worked with has like a video of them going to Bucky's or they're wearing Bucky shorts or a hat or something like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell is Bucky's? But exactly. I, me being the person I am, would overanalyze anything. I thought it was Busey's. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody else said it out loud, and I was like, wow, I feel like a dumbass. <laughs> Well, and because if you look at the mascot, it's a beaver. I, I know. <laughs> I know. Like with the buck teeth, Bucky's. Yeah. But that's not how I thought about it. I was like, Busey's. What the fuck is Busey's? Yeah, and then somebody said Bucky's, and I was like, oh, that makes more sense. Right. right yeah. So much more sense. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. But bigger debate since we're still talking about food. A uh, bigger oh, yeah. debate. Um, Peanut butter and jelly. Are you okay. team grape or team strawberry? 
actually, I'm team neither. Uh, I'm not a big jelly fan at all. Uh, I prefer a peanut butter sandwich or a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Ooh. Okay. What about fluff? Uh, if I were to pick any topping, it would be like, eh, I mean, I could do fluff. I've never really been into that. I used to eat like apple, apple butter back in the day. Yeah. Um, so I kind of got away from that. Yeah. Um, or like Nutella, like, but I mean, that, that's basically the same thing as peanut butter, but chocolate here. So yeah. pretty much. Okay. We'll give you that one. We're still friends. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. That means um, we all. That is win. one of my weird things, right? <laughs> He's only peanut butter. I'm strawberry and your grapes. So we're good. <laughs> if I had to, I mean, if I had to pick one, I'd probably go strawberry. Now we're not friends anymore. <laughs> Damn but he it. doesn't like strawberry, or he doesn't like grape. Or, I mean, he yes, like jelly. Hot, then again, then like we have Autumn, who's who's another one of our hosts who eats peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. I mean, I love pickles, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love both yeah, those things, but I don't think I can put them together. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Actually, I can put them together either. Um, Mark introduced me to something that I was not expecting to like as much as I did: um, peanut butter on a bacon cheeseburger. Oh yes, that's the tits. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. I was I've not never expecting had it either. Oh, it's so yeah, good. It's really good. Yeah, like uh, it, it made like the beef and the bacon like more rich. I don't know how else to describe it. It was fantastic. Yeah. It's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. So was it a homemade bacon cheeseburger, or did you get it from somewhere? Else? Oh, actually, we got it from the bar next to Amityville Musical in or on Long Island. Uh, okay. so yeah, when we play New York, like sometimes we'll go to that bar and they have a peanut butter burger there. So good. Brittany, oh, if you ever okay. get the chance to do I it. I know you guys like bar- Mark, Mark used to make them in college. That's how he like described it. And then Mark's got a lot of really hot food takes. And so we were like making fun of them. We're like peanut butter on a burger. Who would do that? They're already good enough, you know, like, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, he let me try his burger. I was like, this is actually kind of legit. <laughs> it's yeah. unconventional but in the best way right yeah um so another conversation that we love to have with all of our artists and everything especially right now so being somebody who's been in music for a very long time you've seen the scene and it's ups and it's downs and all which ways um one of the big things that's happening in music right now is this whole like music is community where like everybody's out to help everybody. It's so much more supportive and everything that it was. So what are your thoughts on this whole idea of music is community now versus what it used to be? Um, <clears throat> well, so as far as like what it used to be, I mean, like it, it used to function a lot differently, you know, just because like you just didn't have the networking capabilities that you do with social media. I mean, like I know people, um, great example of this is actually uh, my buddy, Justin and Cheer Up Dusty. Have you heard of them? Mm-hmm. Um, they're fantastic. Um, and he's a great person to have on your podcast. Um, but uh, he, he like started his band like right before the pandemic and like basically did it by like networking and like talking to people and stuff socially like online. And uh, like he he was able to like put together a really nice following and and like and it helps that your music his music's really good too 
Um, and I think like, as long as you have really good music and you're nice enough to talk to people and, and engage them and stuff, like you can go pretty far. Um, one thing that I definitely can say is like, I think, you know, anybody who wants to start a band or like, they're not really sure, or like maybe they're looking for people or like whatever, my advice is to immediately just start going to local shows and talking to everybody you can, because there's a lot of people who are really nice. And like, um, you know, like as long as you're out there participating, like there's a chance you're gonna connect to somebody. Um, and then the other thing that I see as far as like community building and stuff is um, doing what I call uh, providing the scene a service, um, which is like, so Mark, used to uh book shows so uh, one way i know a lot of people do a lot of networking and community building is by booking shows at their local venues and getting to know the bands finding out who draws what and like putting together shows with like-minded bands and you start to grow a community that way um and then like myself i'm a graphic designer so like when people are looking for a poster i'll reach out to them like if they just post like hey anybody a graphic designer I'll design their poster for free because I just like doing it. And then I get to like talk to the booker and, you know, get to know who's playing and stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, that's just another way. Um, I've also seen like, if, if you're a photographer, you know, that's a great way to get in there because you just go and take some pictures and everybody's searching for any kind of content, especially mm -hmm. if they can't create it themselves. And so if you provide them with pictures, you're automatically going to be on their good list. So like, I definitely think like it's a lot easier to break into the scene now. Um, and I definitely think the scene is a lot more supportive. I definitely think though, that like in order to keep building your music has to be really legit. Um, and that's For like, sure. the, that's like the thing that like really pushes you. But like, certainly like, I think the communities are definitely a lot less toxic in some ways than they were back <laughs> when like, the Fen Pop Punk group was around and like, yes. uh, like other things um and so i'm excited to see like kind of what comes out of it over the next few years and like where like the direction it goes for sure now kind of staying on that same train you, you touched on it a little bit but what are your feelings on social media and music now uh it's a lot to do <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, yes, it is. <laughs> like, uh, I felt like we were finally, like, hitting our stride uh, while we were on tour with Captains, and then Instagram decides it wants to be TikTok. Uh, so, like, that's kind of the one frustrating thing is, like, all these things just keep changing in it. So I think as long as you're keeping up with it and creating organic and, like, um, content that's true to you and your own brand, um, you can do a lot with it. Um, it's just frustrating in some senses just because like you do have to kind of be up with the trends and know how to create your content. But, um, you know, if you can figure that out, you know, you're, you know, you can do pretty much anything in the music scene. I feel like, um, True. yeah. True. Um, now another, another question we love to ask and it's kind of music related kind of not depending on which way you want to take it it's completely up to you mm -hmm. if you were handed a box of everything that you have ever lost tangible items not people if you were handed a box 
Thanks to what? the Magwas, we have to add that in there. We have, yes, we have to be, we have to be specific. Thanks to them. Oh. Um, if you were handed a box with everything that you had lost, what was what's the one thing you would look for? Oh God! Oh, I know what it would be. It's actually not mine. So in kindergarten, um, my buddy <laughs> lent me a or gave me his toy Humvee. It was like a little like you know like army vehicle, and yeah. I don't know what happened to it. I literally like lost it at my house. And for years, he never let me live it down. And so I would find that Humvee and give it back to him. And like, we're still friends, but like, I still think about that Humvee. <laughs> that sounds almost traumatic if you're 32 and still thinking about it. <laughs> in kindergarten, that's why I was like, back in kindergarten, I was like, wait, whoa, we're taking it way back. <laughs> but he knew yeah. immediately. immediately yeah. Was, oh, yeah, back yeah. in kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you have a friend that's constantly reminding you of it, then yeah, I would probably say that yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that was the first thing. I actually haven't talked to him in a few years, but um, yeah, whenever, I guess that, I don't know, that's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. Oh, I just want to write that wrong, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It stuck with you this long. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Maybe I should go to the therapy or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> About this little Humvee right, from right. kindergarten. Because that's been what, like 20, 27 years since um, kindergarten? Like, yeah. like, I'm like trying Jesus. to do the math. You're like five in kindergarten. So, yeah. yeah, like 27 years and it's still haunting you. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I could relate. Like, I can relate though because I. I mean, yeah. I had a back in the day. They used to have like those Disney toys that were like necklaces that you could. They were like castle. You could open up and they had like little Disney characters and stuff in them that you could play with. And I remember mm-hmm. having one of those. And me and a friend of mine back in the day. This I was in kindergarten as well. We're fighting over who was going to be Princess Jasmine, and. Mm-hmm. Instead of my mom taking it away and being like, okay, well, nobody's going to use it anymore. My mom took it from us and threw it out the window when we were driving. Oh, so, no. I vividly remember this. So oh, I get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. Ooh, Emotional damage. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Out the window. Yep. Oh, yep. God. Um, <laughs> so talk to us about what's next for goalkeeper what are some things that you're allowed to tell us what's some things we have to look forward to in the coming months so we have been busy writing new music um we just announced a few weeks ago that we're going to be putting out our first single in almost two years i think um it's called sooner uh it's one that i am obsessed with it's like a song that i've always wanted to write um and uh there's gonna be more music coming out after that i can't say exactly when but like it's i'm like, really excited for this new this new stuff um Ooh. and then we're also planning uh some touring for the end of the year and uh but it's not all set in stone so i can't say exactly what or when um and uh just kind of gearing up for busy uh 2023 just touring and supporting the new music and all that so, so so to recap for those of you that are listening what we do know is they have a brand new single called sooner coming out they have a potential tour that's happening 
details to follow teaser um as well as new music coming out but we don't know when or what so another teaser i know when and what however i can't tell you yet so even bigger one thing i will say is it will be out by the end of the year or before of, well before the end of the year so. all of the teasers are happening yeah. right here right now except for right. the fact that we do know that sooner is coming out when can they expect sooner Sooner is going to be out August 26th. August 26th. Ooh. So 10 days from today. 10, 10 days, days. From, the inter- from today's interview. Granted, by the time this episode is out, that single will also be out. So if you're not okay. already streaming it on repeat, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but you need yes. to go and do that. Because mm-hmm. if not, you yes, suck. Yes, please do. And yeah. I mean, <laughs> so. What Sam had said. <laughs> Sam had said, you suck. So I not agree with it. <laughs> oh, stop being an innocent bystander. You were thinking it. I just said it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know you, you mentioned potential tour and things that are happening. So not talking about this one, but just in general, if you could create your ideal tour, one mainstream and one, whoever you want, what would those tours look like for you? Oh, like Blink-182 is going to be in one. Yeah, it, yeah, like the ideal tour, like if you're going to say like one mainstream artist and like one artist that like revolves in our circle, like I would say Blink-182, us and Cheer Up Dusty. Um, I, I'm obsessed with them. Like they're, those guys are so cool. Um, I mean, obviously, like, you know, we've been able to network and meet so many other like great bands. Um, but like Justin is an old, close, personal friend of mine. And uh uh, I'm really excited to see him doing what he's doing in music. So that's why I would pick him or them because now they're a band. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. Now you speaking. got to get, get on their radar. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, speaking that's of this agenda, this, this music <laughs> realm of, of people, you know, and circle and things like that. Didn't you mention this earlier, Brittany, but didn't gold steps have something we were supposed to ask them? Of like a moment yes, that they had. I don't remember because I didn't completely write it down. Something about mm. shoes. About something shoes. about shoes. Shoes. Hold on, I gotta mm. find it in my. Look message. at her with all her colored like paper. I'm in my daughter's room, so I literally wrote it down on something, and I don't remember where the hell I wrote it. Hold, please. Oh, uh, Mikey's DCs. Mikey's DCs. Yeah. Oh gosh. Matter? I don't remember who he said to ask that though. I remember it was yeah. goalkeeper, but I don't remember who in the band it was about because I didn't write down a bunch of details. I was just trying to like okay. write it down and then get back to it. Okay, uh, I'm not a hundred percent kidding. That doesn't nothing like clicks immediately. Okay, um, so it might not have been you then. Yeah. However, he said, uh, he said, whoever it was, he was like, yeah, he like kept saying how cool my shoes were. <laughs> oh really? That might have been yeah. a thing. I don't know. It, it um, might have. You know what? It yeah. might have been. Mark. Mark's really like the networking like guru guy in the band. Like, um, me, Cody and I are like the looks, and Mark's like the business <laughs> side of it. So, uh, like, we just show up and play. So it might that's Brittany and Autumn. They're the looks. Yeah. I'm the one that's setting everything up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, like, one thing I will say, I want to talk to everybody. Well, yeah. I will be. I mean, I haven't had an opportunity yet, but yeah. No, like okay. I'm. I'm that way with Mark. I'm like. I want to be involved and then like I'll ghost him for like a week after he told me to do something. So 
It's like shit like that. Isn't Mark's the uh, one that set all this up too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. And he's not even here. <laughs> no, we, we like, well, no, I want, I wanted to be on as many podcasts as possible. So like I do most of the podcasts. Um, Cody does a few and Mark will do more of the business related. And like, uh, he also does like mental health ones because he's a, a therapist. Um, oh, wow. And so, oh, wow. yeah, so like that's ha- kind of how we divvy it up. But one thing I just want to say about Gold Steps, they are a fantastic band. They work hard as hell. Um, we have known them for a long time and uh, I'm really excited about the future uh, that they've got. Cause like when we hung out with them uh, in Milwaukee, they let us stay at their place. Um, it, they were very, so it definitely was you guys. I just don't remember yeah. who it was. I was obsessed with Mikey's DCs. Yeah. I'm a terrible note taker. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I'm sure been here. She's a note taker. This is a little too much for the podcast. Let me know. But when the first night when we were there, uh, Luke, uh, the singer of Captains, uh, brought some weed from. Uh, Colorado and like I smoked it and I was my my tolerance has been a little off lately and I was like completely zooted uh, the whole night so I don't think it was me I was like I actually there's a story that like I thought that their house continued like a like a, a while but it was actually just the reflection on the window that they had <laughs> yeah so I don't <laughs> I don't know I was really like totally there the first night but. But like Liz and Zach are like really nice for letting us stay at their place. And uh, also, uh, I don't know if they mentioned this on the podcast, but we have a song on Bad Times Don't Last called Chances. And you can actually hear Liz doing the harmony, the high harmonies on that song because we worked with the same producer that they were working with at the time. And uh, he made the call, hooked it all up. And so she actually featured on a goalkeeper song. What? She didn't tell yeah. us that. We told her that you guys yeah. were coming on the show, but then yeah. she didn't tell us that. That's awesome. They were yeah. a lot of fun. They were a lot they of fun. They were so much fun. So down yeah, to They're earth. fantastic. People. Awesome people. Yeah. And then their new member should be there by now, right? Uh, I don't yes. know. Either by now or I like October. Said, oh, I thought I thought it was like shortly. Like I thought they said it was like within a couple weeks. It's before the end of the huh. year, but it's like yeah. he's gotta move from Texas still yeah oh, I mean, okay. that might that might take a while but yeah i mean if you can do a move in a day from texas to a completely different state you know power on you but mm. hey my cousin did from texas to maryland but it took two days to get up here because she was also pregnant uh yeah, yeah. I, I, I but i about it. from about 35 minutes away and it, i still haven't completely moved all my stuff in. we've been here <laughs> for three and a half so. Oh no! <laughs> now, do you guys also know like Poeta in Northvale? Uh, I know George from Poeta. Um, Everybody knows Geo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't believe I know anybody in Northvale. Um, I have heard of them though. Yeah. Okay. Everybody knows Geo. Anytime we yeah. talk to them, they're like, "Yeah, I know. I know George. I know Geo." He's the. He's the yeah. networker of that. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. is. He is the networker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's all over the place. So is so just by conversation. Is Mark also band dad for you guys? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, we joke. We we always joke around that like, um, well, without Mark, Cody and I would not have left the garage. Like that's for sure. <laughs> like 
we're not organized enough. We didn't have nearly enough networking contacts, like contacts. Like Shout any out that. to Mark. Yeah, no, Mark. Mark's really MVP. Although you could also make the same argument that Mark wouldn't have had the songs to do all the networking that he had without me and Cody. So that's how that's how we keep it all balanced. Like you know, but like no, without Mark, we would not be doing what we're doing. So. So shout out Mark for um, yes. making Goalkeeper come out of the garage and be this incredible yes. thing that at literally everybody and their mom has talked about on this podcast and brought up to us. <laughs> I can't yes. tell you how many times Goalkeeper has come up in conversation of, have you talked to Goalkeeper? Oh, like yeah. we're friends oh, wow. with these guys. Like it's, it's insane. Absolutely mm-hmm. insane. But I think the first I feel one like that- Gio even said something like, have yeah. you guys had Goalkeeper yeah. yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I- yeah, but I feel I th- uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Brittany. I think it was Aaron from What Makes Sense is what originally introduced us. Yes, to you yes. guys. Oh, okay. Yes, Aaron's a man. Um, mm-hmm. He actually let us stay at his place in Queens uh, after uh, the Brooklyn show um, in uh, on the Captain's Store. It was just us, um, but he's he's the man. Um, he's so funny. Like him, him and his girlfriend he's, are super sweet. He's introduced us to actually a lot of. Yeah, the band that we've had on here too. Yeah, he yeah. is awesome. Yeah. He's. I also so love funny. watching his TikToks. He's yeah. the funniest. <laughs> yes, that's well, that's how I discovered him. Like, we'll discover right. what makes sense. Was because of his TikToks. It was when they did um, their cover of "Mess." Oh yeah. When that came out, and he was doing that whole like day whatever of trying to get you to listen to our cover right. of oh yeah, yeah and yeah. it was like every like without fail for like 22 days in a row every time yeah. i pulled up tiktok it would be the new day for it to pop right. up and i'm like look at this point just come on my fucking show right <laughs> yeah I see you know what honestly you. going yeah. back to that myspace question honestly because i even put it on my on my instagram i feel like my song would be lessened by them their new one yeah I freaking yeah. love that song because bringing them up, I'm like, oh yeah, I even posted on my Instagram. I'm like, this is my new favorite song. That yeah. is my final answer. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they've, like, been, they've been hustling. I'm really stoked about those guys. Oh, also yeah. one of those like really fun bands. We did a little weekender with them uh, in March and we yeah. had so much fun. Um, they're really fun guys to hang out with. Oh, that yeah. sounds about right because we did our interview after March, right? And that's how he said something about Goalkeeper, right? I think. I think uh, we, we did met them right before. We met them right before COVID hit, actually. Oh, because so they started. Yeah, they started, and I think they. I forget. I think we met them uh, at a Philly show that we played. Uh, I think it was a basement show, and then like, uh, you know, COVID hit. Everybody was kind of on hold for a little bit, and yeah. then like when things started going, getting back together um you know they were one of the first bands that you know we wanted to do stuff with so we ended up setting up the weekender you know earlier on this year and it was fantastic yeah because we had them we had them well we had aaron on our show on march 21st so i think it was either right after or right before your weekender yeah i want to say right before yeah that's right yeah, because he was telling us like different artists and stuff to check out and being like, hey, you should check out these guys or see about getting these guys on the show. Because we were still very new when Aaron came mm-hmm. on the show. And yeah. you were, you guys were one of them. Uh, and then there's been so many other people afterwards that have been like, you need to get goalkeeper. Like to the oh. point now where like my listeners, listeners 
they're on the show. You're listening hey guys, to it. Guess what, you can guys? Stop yelling what? at me. It <laughs> happened. We're here. God. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening it's right now. Moment. Right, right. It's you're the listening moment. to yeah, it. <laughs> and then yeah. I was trying to see, like, I couldn't remember who who it was that uh, commented on one of our stories about you guys too and i'm like oh yeah i know i'm aware thanks guys <laughs> thanks for the reminder well, now, yeah well now you can call all the all the people who've been like asking right. we're here and you know obviously like there's two more members so if this was a good one we can have the other two on and Heck yeah uh, we'd love know, to have you guys back it. Oh, for sure. Then we can do, we also have a segment that we usually do when we have like multiple members, not even all of them, but just, you know, more than one, but it's, uh, who is most likely to in the band. Uh, I I love to do that with the guys. Yeah. So bring them back for round two. Yes. Bring them back for round two and we'll do it. Yeah. That'd be really fun. Oh yeah, for sure. It's you. So we normally do it, but Having it with one person is fun, but once the entire band's here and you do it, that's even yeah. better because then everybody's oh, that be... like, no, no way. Yeah. Thanks so yeah that me. would get super chaotic with us, but it would be funny as hell. Oh, so absolutely. I'm, I'm totally here for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you guys are more than welcome to come on our show anytime that you guys would like. Maybe once all this new exciting thing things that are happening that we don't know about, but know that are coming, just not definitively. <laughs> We can schedule something after that, <laughs> do like a revisit on things to kind of yeah. see where you guys are at and what's happening. Yeah. And then we get all yeah, you of you. Yeah, you can't tell that I'm extremely excited and ready to like tell everybody, right? No, of course not. No way. <laughs> right. I have to stay quiet. <laughs> right, right. But I right. don't want That's to. That's basically how I'm at. I'm like, I just want to give it to everybody right now. But- you know, the music industry it works in mysterious ways. Right. That's not how this works, unfortunately. Right. But those of you that are listening, all of the teasers just happened. So yeah. If you're not following Goalkeeper, you need to be following Goalkeeper so you can find out when all of these surprising things start happening. Mm-hmm. So then that way you don't miss it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so but we haven't come to the hour mark as far as the interview and everything is concerned and the way that we love to wind down from our interviews is to let you answer this one final question that we have and it's okay. if you could give your younger self any advice what would that be i was actually just thinking about this the other day believe it or not uh take more chances um absolutely take more chances because uh i think back in the day uh i was too afraid to have my ego you know hurt or whatever and uh i did not take enough chances in things that i wanted to do and i'm doing it i'm fortunate enough that i'm doing it now um but like uh would have been cool to do it a little bit earlier on you know um so yeah don't be afraid to take chances believe in yourself and um yeah there you go there you have it ladies and gentlemen we've been hanging out with ryan from goalkeeper on the show again you guys can stop trying to come at us with all your torches and pitchforks we have them on the show it has <laughs> happened the moment was here and we made it happen um but ryan we do and we're gonna you- have them back yes PSA. you heard it we're here we're gonna have them back all of them. first <laughs> it'll be all of them next time 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Ryan, we do appreciate you for coming to hang out with us, um, making all of this happen and everything. We know you've been super busy doing all these crazy, incredible things. So we're just really glad we get to spend an hour with you to just kind of go over everything and see where you're at. And, and then again, all of these crazy things that you've got coming up that we do and do not know about at the same time, but we're waiting. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun and uh, definitely want to try to do it again with the rest of the guys. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, well, like I said, once we've got some of these new secretive things coming out, then we will, <laughs> we will look and see if I can get guys back on the show so we can talk about that a little bit more for your fans, listeners and everything else. But yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, again, we've got Ryan on here from Goalkeeper. If you are not following them on any social media platform, I don't know what you were doing, but you need to go and do that now. You can find them everywhere. They're on social media, a little bit of everywhere, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. It's a, Brittany struggled to find them on Facebook, but we found them on Facebook. They're there. I feel like it's a Facebook problem, though, because I couldn't find a couple other people like North Vale. I mm facebook i don't know whatever yeah but yes we're pretty much we're pretty much across the board goalkeeper band so if you search goalkeeper band you can all the way around so this is what happened um it didn't pop up and i even like tried to scroll and it didn't work and then so like northvale i looked up northvale and it came up like northvale apartments northvale fire department like it literally would not pull them up whatsoever but then when i went in my little search they came up and i was like Hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ours is weird crazy. because you search goalkeeper and it's all like goalie stuff. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. That's and exactly. We still get, like, I even like random... try to space it, no space it, yeah. like literally. No. Yeah, and we yeah. get like random like goalkeeper accounts that follow us, which is really funny. Or people like tag they you they realize they don't we're <laughs> Yeah. So. Oh god, <laughs> Facebook is so weird. It <laughs> is though, but I can't without fail. Brittany found him. So please I'm glad you did. <laughs> go find them, follow them. And if you are not streaming them on all streaming platforms, you need to go do that as well. They're on Spotify, Apple. They're a little bit of everywhere. Please go find them, stream them on repeat, stream this brand new mm-hmm. single called Sooner that is dropping out um, later this month. It'll already be out by the time you're listening to it. So please go stream it now. And I expect a progress report after you stream it to know that you actually did. <laughs> so yes. Please go do that. And when you follow them, please give them all of the love. Slide into their DMs and let them know that the Elder Emo Hours sent you. But we are the Elder Emo Hours. And this was Ryan from Goalkeeper.